Welcome on in, welcome on in to the Leadership Podcast. The Leadership Podcast is where we will explore transformational power of personal leadership. We're going to deep dive into conversation with influential leaders, experts, and change makers who are reshaping the way we lead and inspire others. Our goal here on the Leadership Podcast is simply to influence, inspire, and empower men to make the shift in their personal leadership by becoming the best version of themselves. We will share tools, tips, and resources to ignite self-awareness and authenticity. It's all about helping men become more effective and impactful in their leadership. Get ready. The shift is about to take place. It's the Leadership Podcast with Dwayne Roberts. Today, guys, on today's episode, I have a phenomenal guest who comes to join us and share his story of triumph, of success. You guys, welcome to the Leadership Podcast, my man, Shay Rivera. Blessings, blessings, blessings on everybody. Dominate your day. Dominate. There's no other, there's no, there's no accepting no longer. That's not, that's not the rule that's not the standard anymore is now dominate i like that dominate shape man tell me tell me a little bit more how where you are now and how you are dominating in and so right now right now and what really inspires me i, I am a vocational counselor by trade my nine to five and then on my time i'm life coach um both the all three of those things for me are the same thing because what we're talking about is absolutely the love of personal, professional, and leadership development. Out of the five development stages, I cover the first three. I train people in the first three, especially men coming from a re-entry background. Okay. Tell me more about the five development stages and and, and maybe uh, share a little bit about the three that you, that you uh, how you help men with those first three that you work with. So the five development stages are personal development, professional development, leadership development, business development, and branding development. I cover the first three with my reentry population and my clients. So I cover professional, personal, and leadership solely because not just the benefits of my clients with the benefits of myself as well because these are these are things that you're going to continuously add on to there's no ending on this road there's only continuous growth continuous add-on continuous study continuous struggle continuous wins Man, you you couldn't you couldn't sum that up uh, any better than that. You know, life is a journey, and as we develop along this life journey, the truth is, it is, and to your point, a continuous learning process. We always are learning. So, my question for you, my friend, uh, what inspired you to become uh, and do what you do today, and how did you get in this profession? Um, one, I'm absolutely in love with personal professional and leadership development, but two, understanding my story can make an impact for my culture and my community. 
like now in this era that we're particularly in, fake is real, real is fake. And there's a confusion on what the standard is for being a man. There's a confusion for what the standard is for being successful. You know, so, and I'll take this to a social media stage. You see so many people with, and standing in front of a nice car, wearing all the best glamorous fake jewelry, and they get a thousand likes, you know? But you get men that are in there telling other people how to develop correctly, how to be successful correctly, what success looks like, and this probably one two likes. And it'll be and it'll be a miracle if you got to share. <laughs> I love that because so you that, have that, to change. So now it's changing the standard on what success looks like, but what real success looks like. Yeah, are, that's real are you a representation? Are you a real representation of your culture? Are mm. you a real representation of your family? Are you a real leader to those who actually look at you, follow you, are connected to you? Because those yeah. are all responsibilities. Absolutely. Those are all real responsibilities. And your Facebook page with all the glitz and glam, that's just an image. That's a fallacy. You'll be gone by next week. <laughs> and there'll be somebody else with a different car, a different fake jewelry, and a different image trying to promote themselves. Yeah, good. That's real good. Um, and, and I like that. I like what you just said, that that tail end of promoting yourself. You know, I think I think that men have to get to this place uh, of personal development, but I like to say more of leadership, um, personal leadership and branding, like brand yourself. You know, we hear we hear quite often uh, from uh, Coach Sean Rice where he talks about brand yourself, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that authenticity that marketing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that place of being uh, uh, true and authentic to yourself. Um, I think it comes from a place of self awareness and leading yourself well. You said something, my friend, that really stood out, and I, two things you stood out that I like. One was the sta the standard of a man. Like men don't understand that standard. Talk to me a little bit about the standard that men may be missing in their personal leadership. The standard, when we start really breaking it down, what is your standard and what is the image of your standard? Are you a provider? Are you a, uh, are you a caretaker? Are you a leader? Or are you in that compliance mindset of doing what I say, not what I do, which is a failure in most systems? Now, you, you, know? now you said a couple... You said a compliance mindset. Do what I say, but not not don't do what I do. Right. It, it, give me a little bit more detail behind that. So, you know, some men are under the illusion as in I'm the head of the house or I'm the head of this and this is what it's going to be. But that brings no value to the rest of the community, the rest of the family, the rest, the rest of what you're connected to, all the people that are connected with you. It has no service-orientated base. It has a selfish, kitty little boy image. And I'm going to clear that up for some men today. Come You're on. being selfish, 
you're being kitty, you're being in your ego. Absolutely. Because anybody, any real woman of worth or real partner of worth is going to be future focused. So if you don't have a focus and you don't have uh, a authenticity about you that says I'm future focused, I'm evidence based, I'm about doing some things, then how's anybody else in that circle going to be about that? No, that's real good. That's real good. I often share with men, like, because they do, they have this approach as I'm the king of my my castle, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I asked them this one question. Do, do you really know what the king does? Mm. <laughs> do you mm. really know what the king does? You know, the king sits in, he sits on his throne by himself with his scepter in his hand. And and if he don't, if he don't point the scepter to anyone, and tell them and give the okay that they can come in and have communication with him, then nope, he's all he's always by himself, right? When you really think about the king, he has a queen, right? And if you if you if you've ever been married for any length of time, you understand one thing. The queen run the castle. You know? So think about from from a king perspective, um, and, and I'm just talking back back in traditional days, right? Mm -hmm. Um where the the queen behind the scenes was really running things. Here, here's the best example I can think of that. And in the good book, it talks about Ruth. I mean, I'm sorry, not Ruth. Uh, oh, come on, don't do me like this now. All right, I'm gonna have to come back to that one, man. That's good though. That's that was real good though. I love that. So listen, I I I, I love what you're saying. I love what, uh, where you're going with this um, and um, the standard of a man, right? But how, how help 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 the people understand how did you get here what what shades history and what what motivates you today to do the work you do so my favorite number right now is 5 and this only goes back 5 years ago and 5 years ago shade became light after coming out of the gates of death i literally walked out of prison in my whole time, my whole, my, the history of my life has been in and out of institutions, prisons, jails, mental institutions, uh, recovery programs, the whole gamut. You know, I have a felony list of, you know, um, and coming prison, angry, pissed, mad, still blaming everybody else for the situation I put myself in. And I have burnt every bridge with my family members that I'm still mending to this day, five years post, you know? Um, and in that, and in that, it, I had to say I had enough, I'm done. This is over, this part of my life is over. But I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a plan how I was going to, you know, transcend up. You know, I just knew that I no longer wanted to descend down. I knew the bottom of the bottom, this was it. It hurts. I took my lesson. I would like to ride. You know, one of the funniest things that we talk about as a coach is the shift. And when the shift actually happens, 
And for me, the shift happened when I just had enough. And I literally felt dead inside. Like I knew I'm breathing, I'm looking, I'm touching, I'm feeling, but I feel dead. And I'm always angry. And I'm always brutal. And I'm always trying to find the next one minute wonder to try to get ahead that becomes another one minute failure that I got to live with. And so I had to just recognize one, I'm worthy. That's good right there. I'm worthy. Come on now. I am worthy. I'm worthy of some peace. I'm worthy of some love. I'm worthy of getting past the transgressions that I've committed. I love that. I love that. And I want to ask you this. So you said I didn't have a plan. How did you, what, what, what did it take to establish the plan? It took me first to get on the road. So when I say that, I say this, I, I might not have had a destination at that moment, but I knew what the way was. So I got on the road. So what did you say that's because I had a vision? I knew where I wanted to go. And so I needed to, I know I needed to. I want to say vision, but it wasn't clarified. When, well, you know, vision often isn't clarified, right? Right. But, you know, um, but yeah, being able to see that, hey, something has to change. Something, there has to be a shift. You know, I can't keep standing in this place. I mean, so many men are at this place where they face their challenges and just simply don't know what to do. And from what I'm understanding is, hey, I've been down this road. I spent um, I spent time behind bars. I done did everything under the sun and I just simply had enough. Right. I'm, I'm just tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of lack. I'm I'm start, I'm tired of being stuck. Right. That's what I believe I hear you saying. And it took absolutely it took you to say, you know what? I can see my life having uh, a brighter picture, a brighter end in it. And I, you know, one of the things early on was I wanted some peace. Mm, yeah, I love that. And everything that I was trying or thinking that I wanted to get involved with brought no peace. Mm -hmm which just aggravated and angered me even more, made me act out, made me lash out, made me isolate. Because I'm, I'm good at isolating, just separating from everybody until I figure it out. So one of the biggest things that helped me was my faith. And I think everybody can relate to this. When God has a plan for you, he's just going to smack you with it. Come on. Or he's going to sit you down so you can get hold of it. <laughs> right. So my 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 higher power decided to say, well, you know, you're in this situation. And I ended up doing a program, a mandated program from parole. I love it. I, I mean, sometimes sometimes you just got to do some things just so you 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 can get to pick up the momentum right um and 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 that's what it's all about so i hear vision i hear plan um i hear i needed some peace of mind what did it take for you to take action though what it took action is when i looked around and i seen and i started looking and talking with people 
and they were in a worse condition than I was and didn't do any crime or any jail time. Like you literally let life beat you up. And that just clicked at me. That just clicked wrongly with me. You know, where I no longer wanted to be part of the problem. I now want to be part of the answer. And this is my way of redemption. Okay. All right. So that brings us to where we are now, Mm -hmm. right? Today, today you're doing the work. Today you're making the impact. Um, Today you're making a difference. Today, Shade is leading himself at a a different, uh, from from a, a different point of view. He's made the shift, right? He made the shift in his life, right? And so my my thought process now is, I'm, you know, what do you think are some of the challenges now that you're in the field, you're doing the work? Uh, what's some of the challenges that you find that men face that may be hindering them from becoming their best version of themselves? First, we got first one of the biggest distortions I see men deal with is we're not supposed to express emotions. We're not supposed to cry, which is one of the biggest leaders into some of the mental health issues that we face and deal with. You know, we're so designed to go hard, designed to be a warrior, designed to be the hustler that we don't actually pay attention to what it's actually doing to the soul that's inside of us, the spirit that is within us, you know? So we end up hurting ourselves in trying to establish an image for other people to enjoy. (laughs) Come on, come on. I like that. They lack emotional intelligence so much so that we, we become I, I like to say it like this. We become carbon copies of other people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, man, and I can tell you stories on top of stories about that. Ancestral traumas, the generational curses, because we don't realize that and we get caught up in the cycle of what our elders have done. Yeah. So give me give me um, talk to me um, about that, too. Right. We, we identified the challenge. The challenge is they lack the emotional intelligence um, in their life, what what's the strategy to help them um, identify that that limitation? One of the one of the biggest keys that has helped me tremendously was actually taking trainings, courses, classes on emotional intelligence. And then after I got a, a full jug of that, I took emotional intelligence and started taking a course with Coach Shizraj Shamayim on positive intelligence and how we take emotional intelligence and make it positive. How do we take what we've done and make it work for us? And first, we have to understand the things that keep us hindered. So in all of us, chemically, in our, neural, in our neuroscience, we have a saboteur and we have a judge. We have that judge that when we're not at our peak doing what we're supposed to be doing, we're automatically hard on ourselves saying, see, this is how you've been screwing up since day one. This is what you've been doing since day one. Instead of saying, I've been on the road taking lumps, but I'm continuing on. It's not supposed to look perfect right now. 
It's just supposed yeah, to yeah. look like it's continuous. Yeah. You 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 call it what? Give me those two names again. Positive uh, emotional intelligence to positive intelligence. Yeah, but there is another. Um, so I I look at what you just were sharing with us as natural and adaptive behaviors. Yes. Right. Yes. 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 Is that similar to yes. what, what you Absolutely. sharing? Absolutely. Yeah. And then making so, it, so that and then making it work, making it work for you in a level that you could accept you in all authenticity. Not just trying to be a pretty authentic, but being really authentic. I love that. So how do we really how do we be, be real, really authentic? I want you to, I want you to answer that. But I, I want them to understand the, the men out there to understand what it is to, to be nat, natural or adaptive in your behavior. The, um, and what I what I meant by that when I said that was that we have a natural strength, things that we ought we do well, things that make us uniquely us, things that cause us to thrive and be successful. It can be how we handle problems. It can be how we how we uh, connect with people, how we pace our environment to include how we handle policies and procedures written by other people. We can naturally be gifted by how we connect with people, right? And then there's that adaptive piece where we get in our thinking about who we are and what we're doing. We think people are watching us. We think people are talking about us. And therefore, we respond or out of what we think others are thinking versus being our authentic self staying true to who we truly are. I don't know what else to add on to that eloquent piece right there, big brother. <laughs> it's like you asked the question and answered it, big bro. But I can say, you know, because I, you hit natural. Yeah. And so to explain to people adaptive is that area where you're now being seen and how you act when you're being seen. You know, and this is one of the, and this is one of the challenges. How do we somewhat bring that together where they coincide in peace? Yeah, because you know the truth of the matter, it's it's not good or bad to be in your natural adaptive behavior. Um, sometimes we have to adapt. That can be that can be uh, that's that's a form of emotional intelligence. Yeah, understanding understanding how I connect with people. You know, um, my gift may be to speak and connect with people, but sometimes I may be overbearing in my conversation. And when what may make me a better connector of people is adapting and allowing others to share their thoughts and, and perspective versus versus always being the one to have to to speak. That's just a simple example. Um, real quick, because I and, and, you know, I love that you brought his name up earlier. You know, Sean Rice writes in the seven uh, seven prerequisites of success, and he has a, a phenomenal chapter book. on mm-hmm. on acceptance. We have to accept what it is and who we are in order to move forward, and not look at our failures like a condemnation, but look at it as our failures as a uh, avenue to become even better. Come on. I you know, love because it. failures for so many people are an illusion and they take it so personal, not understanding that failure just help you become a greater version of you. Come on, come on. You know, and I, I had to accept my past. I had to accept who I, who, who everything I did and accept 
where I wanted to go and the struggle that it would be. Because anything yes. that you want, you're going to go through trials and tribulations. There is no pretty road to nowhere. Come on. The only <laughs> the only place I know is Never Never Land, and I never want to know the zip code to Never Never Land. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Shay. No. Man, I love it. Man, this is real good, man. I really love it. Um, so here, um, I know we're running out of time, and, and I got a few more questions I want to hit you with. Come on, so, big guy. Um, I, I want to hear... Um, share, share your success story with the people, man. Share, share, share your success story with the people. So five years ago, I was homeless, mental health issues, drugs, alcohol, angry, and on parole. Right now, me, I am happily married, beautiful woman, wonderful kids, owning a house that we rent out. As, as my wife is about to do her real estate licensing and I'm moving forward as a life coach as well as a vocational counselor is facilitated because I love what I do. I love making, I love watching that light bulb light up on top of your clients when they actually see it and get it. And their eyes start to sparkle and they like, oh, I can do it. I know you and you're just like, I know you can. <laughs> you know, those are the moments I live for. Those are the things that I inspire, that inspire me instead of the rap music, the chicks and the cars on an Instagram page. You know, um, one of the biggest things that helped me was my faith and actually committing to my faith, not just being able to quote a verse or quote a, a song, but living up to that Psalms and verse as, as it's been told, you know, it was written. So I shall carry it through. Yeah. I love that. That's real good. All right. So, um, so your faith is what, 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 what brought you through, I, man, that, God, God is good, you know, um, I, and I think many men can reflect to, to this place of um, no direction, um, lack of direction, lack of emotional intelligence, um, not knowing what to do or how, what they, how to do what they need to do in life, but getting to this place where they just simply just look up to the skies, to the heavens and be like, God, I don't know what else to do. I need your help, you know? So, and be yeah. willing to accept the answer that God gives you. Not Come what on, you oh my want, gosh. but what God gives you. And God's going to gotta... give you teachers <laughs> that's going to give it to you. God on, is going to give Hello. you roads that are bumpy, <laughs> that are hard, because he designed <laughs> you to be something special. He designed Come you on. to be next level. So in order Hello. to be next level, you're going to see the pit for a minute. Let's find out if you want to call up out of it. Hold on, Shay. Don't be trying to fast forward. Man, yeah. say that beginning piece over, bruh, because that's it right there. Mm -hmm. Be willing to accept it. Man, get that to the people one more time, Acceptance. man. Acceptance. And if you need to read about it, somebody else could clarify it in his books, The Seven Prerequisites of Success. There is a whole little chapter about acceptance and accepting all of it, not just what you want, but what you don't want what, and what it is. Not trying to create a mental image of a monster, but just dealing with the roughness that it is because, again, you're not going to you're not going to chase after anything or go after anything that doesn't have trials and tribulations. You're not going to build a successful life without 
putting in your dues. There's no one minute wonder. There's no tonic that you could drink and next day you're Superman. No, this is work. This is real you gotta put in work. work. You got to put in the work. You got yeah, to put if in you the work. And in not order for to you to work, be business minded, before you can even take it to business minded, brand minded, you have to be personal developing minded. You have to be professionally development minded. And then absolutely concrete that with leadership development. You you just gotta work on you, bro. You can't Absolutely. you can't be controlled about nothing else. One of the, the things business, I tell people the business is, don't function, bro, without you until you get till you get that get in that lane until you you hone in on you. It starts with you. Leadership begins with you. Finish your thought, my and friend. I would and I tell people you don't pursue success. You attract success when you pursue you. Unlock your true potential with the Leadership Community, where we empower men to embrace self-awareness and authenticity. Introducing the Leadership Community, where we believe in helping men become the best version of themselves. It all starts with self-awareness, and we encourage men to take a step back, pause, and reflect on their thoughts, emotions, and behavior. Embrace their authenticity and break free from societal expectations. Here are just a few testimonies from individuals. Leadership helped me develop self-awareness and embrace my authentic self. And now I feel more confident and fulfilled. Question, are you ready to unlock your potential? If so, join the leadership community today and embark on a transformation of journey of self-discovery and personal growth. Leadership empowers men to become the best version of themselves through self-awareness and authenticity. You can learn more about the Leadership Community by visiting the webpage DwayneHRoberts.com. Come on. Let me ask you this question. I liked it. That's a that's a great, that's that's real good. And it leads me into this next question just before we close it out, right? Um What's the common misconceptions that men are, are, are faced with right now? And how, can, and, and how can they address them? What's the common misconceptions men are faced with right now? And how, and how can they uh, address them? Maybe just one or two of those. Um, one of the misconceptions, and it goes to what we were saying a little bit earlier, is that men aren't supposed to be emotional. Mm-hmm. And that right there is a killer and downfall of a lot of men because you try to cut off your emotions, period. Mm-hmm. There's no balance to that. Like and there that. is a level to you that you you have to accept emotions, filter emotions, process emotions, and then work through those emotions. So yeah, you don't cool. allow those emotions to become traumas. Yeah. You know, so those are one of the misconceptions that we kind of push on each other, just being men. Yeah. Oh, you Absolutely. soft. Oh, you 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 too, you too soft for this, or you too tender for this, and and not understanding that we need somebody soft to to let us know when we're going too hard. Come on, you know, I, 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 man. Man, that's so good. That's so good. All right, so listen, we 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 are about five minutes past uh, our mark. But this is too good to let it go. Man, I want to hit you with um, two more questions, two fun questions. Uh, uh, and then I'm, I'm going to ask you to uh, 
Uh, we're coming. Let's hit this. First. Let's hit it. Two fun questions, right? What, 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 and, and you can choose. Tell me, you want to talk? You want a fun question from your family, future, faith, or fun? Let's do family. Family. All right. Fun question. My wife is the boss. Yes. <laughs> All right. I ain't got to ask the question. <laughs> My- <laughs> Mine's too. Mine's too. Right? So here here we go. Here we go. What are the valuable lessons that you learned from your family and how do they shape you today? To relax. One of the biggest, biggest lessons my wife has taught me, my kids have taught me is to relax and enjoy. That, you know, because before I got married, I didn't celebrate holidays, birthdays, nothing. I didn't celebrate. I didn't do celebrations. Um, the love of my wife and the love for my kids has been able for me to reconnect. Even if I don't agree to the holiday, I do agree to the family occasion those holidays bring together. That's real good. That's real good. I think I think so many men too, especially us entrepreneurs, um, striving or wanting uh, wanting that uh, to reach, be successful. Um, we forget that uh, relaxing is key. And much to your point, man, my wife is always telling me, "Listen, put the mic down. Come, 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 come over here and let's just chill. Uh, you know, watch some movies. Let's talk. Um, you know, and, and I promise you." Um, it's one of those things for me that I have to be intentional about, you know. So oh, that's real good, bro. Real good. All right. So um, one last question here before I, I I really drop the mic on you. And that is, can you share a fun and memorable um, anecdote that you used in your personal, I mean, yeah, in your personal life, a fun and memorable antidote something that really helped you get through there's a couple but it been, went by way of being a maverick because i've always been sort of a maverick and i think one of the things that made me push through i think to, especially working harm reduction and having to you know uh prevent overdoses so there came, there is a procedure that actually that you have to practice in order to um, hit somebody with Narcan and pull them out of their overdose. You know, and one of the things that helped me <laughs> is one day there was so much going on and I just said, the hell with the procedure. So, you know, one day oh, I just was Narcanning people. <laughs> Because you know, I I I, I was so oh proud, especially when I connected, and especially when I was caring for my clients, and really, like I could tell you, all the clients, the number, the only number I really have in my head is the clients that I lost. You know, I could tell you where they sat, what conversations mm. we've had, where in the rooms they were, and you know, that number hit to a certain point where I was like, that's not going to happen on my watch. So I started taking 
you know, pre-runs, you know, early bombings. Hit somebody with some Narcan even if you look sober. <laughs> but you know, it oh did it did teach me, it did teach me. <laughs> We're gonna talk. And it taught me about me because I knew where it was coming from. It wasn't me trying to be an image of having a success rate. It was me making sure I could go home without another name under my belt. Yeah, and and I heard you say that too. You know, um, I don't want to take another not get another notch under my belt. And my my word to you is, man, listen, you can't take this personal. You ain't you can't you can't save them. You can only lead them. You can only sow the seed, man. Um, and real quick, real quick, because I did, you know, I was part of the first teams that did the COVID shelters. When we started putting up COVID shelters, I was working in one of the first COVID shelters in New York. You know, and there was an incident there that I took personally to the point where it had really stalled my growth in a lot of areas. And I kept it quiet from so many people, you know, it had like tortured me to the point where I was like, but I had to remember, I am not God. I am not that holy power that can immediately have an answer for you, stop you from your ways. And there, I'm only a man who's bringing the best of his profession to war. And if it didn't work out, I was just, I could let it go. But I was so early on in my profession, I didn't yeah, catch that yeah. lesson. No, that's real good. And I think we all do that, man. We we come in with so much passion, so much drive to make an impact and make a difference in the lives of people that uh, one, maybe just a tad bit, um, our ego get in the way, you know, or, or a better mm-hmm. blind spot. Um, we just don't realize that uh, we can't save everybody, you know. Um, you've been called uh, to to uh, a, a chosen few. Um, scripture says, uh, my sheep know my voice. Um, and if we operate from mm-hmm. a place of faith and we trust God in what we do um, and we are being led uh, by his grace, his mercy, his purpose for our life. The truth is um, you have to get to this place where you just simply realize that you wasn't des- you wasn't called to be the savior. You were called to sow the seed. You were called to nourish the the body, you know. Um, and that means sometimes that you might just have to digress. And brother, um, I, I thank you for mm-hmm. that transparency and honesty because you know I think we all been there. I, I, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I thought I can I can I can save someone. Well, <laughs> and it. And I think this is the great part that mentors have mentors, coaches yeah. have coaches, yeah. priests have priests. So we're able to, we're able to mm-hmm. vent, talk about, dissect, break it down, and hear somebody uh, elder help us yeah. transition. I, I, I'm just, it, it raised another question to make me think: How many men think they're saving their family? Or, or think they're they're saving their teams, you you know, um, and wh- <laughs> you know if you look at Instagram, there's a thousand. Yeah, of- I'm just curious. <laughs> All right, 
But who has content and who will be here next week? That's a whole different story, brother. I thank you, man. So here we go, Shay. Mm -hmm. We're going to close this thing out, man, um, with this last final question for you, my friend. And that is, what's your final message to men out there um, who may be listening um, that you can encourage them to make the shift in their life um, um, to lead themselves well? What would be that last final message for them? I don't care how bad you screwed up. I don't care how deep your addiction is. I don't care how homeless you feel you are. I don't care how broken you think you are. You are deserving. Love that. That's real good. You are deserving. You can come back anytime you change the mindset. Let's go. And there are people here who are in love with you that you don't even know. That will get you here. Yeah, that's real good. Well, Shay, listen, my friend, the time has clicked by pretty fast. Pretty fast, big brother. I enjoyed all this. Thank you. Yes, phenomenal conversation. I want to say thank you for taking time for rocking with us on the Leadership Podcast. Shay, tell the people um, how they can, uh, where they can find you. Maybe if they want to follow you, learn more about what you do, connect with you, contact you, man. Please share how people can find or contact you. You can email email me at coachshay369 at gmail.com. I answer all those. I answer all emails. You can also find me LinkedIn, Facebook under Shade Rivera. Uh, and more is to come. More is about to come. The shift is really, really getting under the way. So we might have websites and books for you to pick up that says Shade Rivera. Let's go. We about to get the books Let's out. Do Listen, guys, do this has been the Leadership Podcast. If you enjoyed this, man, I want to encourage you. Go ahead, like the page, share the feed, subscribe to the podcast today. Don't miss the opportunity to hear um, and join into live um, authentic conversation, helping empower men to take their life or sh- make the leader shift in their life um, to become the best version of themselves. I'm your boy, Dwayne Roberts, and this is the Leadership Podcast. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Leadership Podcast with Dwayne Roberts. We hope you found inspiration and practical wisdom that will help you in your leadership journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and leave us a review. We love to hear your feedback and suggestions for future episodes. Remember, true leadership begins with you. Leadership is not a position. Leadership is not a title. Leadership is having positive influence on others. Keep shifting keep growing, keep leading with purpose. You can stay connected with Dwayne Roberts on all the social media platforms or by visiting our website, DwayneHRoberts.com. We want to say thank you. Remember, you have everything you need to make the leaders shift in your life. That's because your success is in your hands. Till next time, God bless.